0: And our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper.
1: We're back. Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is starting the second season we aired 93 podcasts in Season 1, and you can still find us on most major social media platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, RSS, Castbot, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Radio Public, and more. We're now in our second season and featuring a new format, including interviews with your favorite outdoor celebrities, great hunting and fishing destinations, Living the Dream Land reports to keep you up to date on the greatest outdoor properties on the market today. Two, we will have the occasional market update, including current interest rates. And last but not least, we'll have a weekly giveaway of fabulous outdoor merchandise. There's going to be lots of fun and excitement, on the new Living the Dream Outdoors podcast. Fall is almost here. And myself, just like a lot of other folks, are thinking about the upcoming bow season. And I could think of absolutely nobody on the face of the earth that'd be better to talk to about bow season than Tim Chelsevic with Drury Outdoors. Tim, man, it, it's great to have you on this morning. All going well with you? Billy.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Everything's good, Billy. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, and I am so excited seeing some dead leaves on the lawn and <laughs> getting those cooler mornings. Boy, I tell you what, you just feel it in your bones.
1: Oh, you really do, and I, I've i been having so much fun. I have piddled with food plots more this year than ever, and it's just, you know, I've got a big food plot probably three quarters of an acre, 200 yards behind my house here in the uh, Ozark Hills, and boy, I just get so much fun going out there and i started planting around first of the august i usually wait till august 15th but we've had so much rain i just couldn't resist so i've been planting in stages and this is honest truth i've been planting the middle august for the last 35 years on and only twice have i had to replant because of lack of rainfall but i've cured that now i've actually got a hose run all the way out to that food plot, and I can actually water if I need to. Now, how about that?
2: <laughs> Perfect. Well, I I can't wait for you to point out which stand is mine sitting over that food <laughs> plot.
1: Well, I tell you what, I've also just yesterday I went. I've got trails cut through my woods as well, and uh, I till those up even and and uh, do some plantings there. In the far southwest corner of my place, I got a little plot that's probably. All 30 by 50 yards and i planted it yesterday and it started raining last night got a good rain so everything's popped up good just a few days ago i put deer radishes in the ground it rained it was raining by the time i got through planting them and everything's great shape got turnips. terms up good man the brassicas just all kinds of stuff it's it's looking good but tim i discovered boy i like i like shooting those deer early in the season i killed a young doe last year just pretty quick i might do that again this year because what happened to the deer radishes last year <laughs> once the deer found them i mean they were up 18 inches like a big head of lettuce. About three days later, they were gone. Looked like he run a more over them.
2: <laughs> well, so many of us here in the Midwest, are, you know, it's kind of a blessing and a curse, but a lot of us are hunting in areas where deer densities are too great for the carrying capacity of the ground. And so when you have that many mouths at the table, uh, that you know, it's hard to keep the browse pressure off your food plots. I know a lot of guys on our teams are putting up electric fences around their, around their food plots to keep the deer out until deer season. Starts. It's it's kind of crazy because other parts of the country people are happy just to see a hoof print when they're walking to the stand, <laughs> and then here we are trying to sort through a pile of dough just to you know to get to the buck that we want.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't have a tremendous deer population in this part of the world. A few years back, we had a, a pretty good die-off with the blue tongue EHD. In fact, you remember the video that was about the time my uh, son shot that video down on the Merrimack. They were Having a picnic or camped out or something on a gravel bar—that's crazy. Yeah, you, you saw that video. Big buck walked out of the woods, walked right through their campfire, and walked out into the river and drowned. So I think a lot of our deer drowned <laughs> that
2: year. Well, yeah, it, it, it's really a shame. And last year, I was on the Merrimack River floating with my wife, and it was it was probably mid-August, and uh, and I saw a nice, I'll uh, probably ten-point buck up on the you know on a gravel bar in the distance just walk in circles and i thought oh no like i knew immediately Absolutely. this isn't good right. and uh, and sure enough he let us get within probably 30 yards of him before he kind of trotted off but you you could tell he was in the early stages of ehd it's just it, it's bad news but you get a pop-up rainstorm and you know all of a sudden that that midge habitat that the muddy areas kind of on the, the edge of creeks and uh and, and mud puddles and stuff goes away and And then it knocks the midges back, and so you don't have that vector for the EHd um uh, like you do otherwise uh, but but you're still fighting it like it's still like you may have a great buck on camera uh even into deer season, but until you get that first hard frost you're really you're really in danger of 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 an EHD outbreak at any point there
1: oh you really are and of course i mean as deer hunters we hate to see any deer have natural causes like that we'd much rather harvest that good buck or put that good dough in the freezer you know but that's kind of nature's way of uh, taking care of some problems i suppose and we don't understand all the dynamics as much as we do know about deer biology and uh how they live and what affects them Uh, there's still lots to learn well Tim, we could go this direction all day long for sure, but uh, I'd like for you to give our listeners a little bit of update about what's uh, going on with DeerCast now. Uh, You know, that has been such a phenomenal uh, app that just tens of thousands of people jumped on, and and I see people all the time. Of course, I do a little writing for DeerCast as well and love that, by the way, but it's always interesting to see the comments. Uh, So many people rely on, on uh, deercast to help them get through their deer season but what's going on with deercast these days
2: it's it's really been interesting to see how people are using the app and and people can also get it on their computer just go to deercast.com um, but th- there's so much there um, I, I, we have super users like uh, I mean even Mark and Terry Drury use it because these are all the fat like it it brings in all the factors, all the meteorological factors, all the, the deer season factors that they have been watching and putting together on, on on paper for years to figure out when are going to be the prime time for them to hunt. Well, uh, three years ago, actually four years ago now, they, they worked with a computer like uh, a, 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 a software developer and uh, and kind of built an algorithm based on. Their 70 combined years of deer hunting experience and hunting all over the place. This isn't just like on Mark and Terry's farms where they manage the deer heavily. Th- these guys, they were hunting public land. They were hunting, uh, with outfitters. They were hunting, uh, handshake deal land for years. So they, 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 they know they've had experience on all different kinds of land. What makes deer move and what makes them lock down? And, and so they put all these factors into, into an algorithm that pulls your local weather data out to 10 days and, and tells you when it's likely deer are going to be moving. And, um, and you know, there, it's it kind of supercharges your brain. Like I, I still think if we, we, we maintain here at Drury Outdoors that the human brain is the most effective uh, tool to take a mature white white-tailed deer. There's that will never change and we don't want it to we want to supercharge that brain. Like we want to supercharge all the woodsmanship skills and we want to supercharge all the, the knowledge that you have because there are some things that an app, like we don't want, we don't want an app to replace the hunting experience. Like an app is never going to know if you got a pack of coyotes just, just ran through some bedding area. It's not going to know that your neighbor is trespassing and, uh, and leaving his scent in, in, in your, in your area. So, uh, so you know, we we don't want people to, to turn off their brains and just say, like, oh, Deercast says good tonight. I'm just going to go. We want people to dive in and get the education, like, understand what really makes deer tick. And so not only do you get a, an hourly breakdown for 10 days of when deer are likely to be moving, but then if you go to your Understanding Your Deercast page, we will populate that with videos of Mark and Terry talking about the individual factors that are influencing that particular hour's deer cast. So it may be, you know, 6 p.m. tomorrow night, and, uh, and you know, cloud cover is one of the top videos because there's, there's cloud cover forecasted in your deer cast. And so Mark and Terry are going to talk about how cloud cover impacts deer movement early in the deer season so we don't want it to be a black box we we want it to be something that you understand and it and it helps you become a better hunter because not because you killed your deer when deercast told you to but because you're now understanding all these interconnected factors that make up deer movement and so that's that's kind of the primary aspect of cast. but like you mentioned there's also every day we post an article in there from our team of writers and uh, and there's stuff for beginners and there's stuff for seasoned vets and there's uh, land management. um, There's uh, recipes and butchering tips and pretty much everything hunting related. uh, You can imagine we've written an article on it. It's in there. And we have our entire back catalog of DVDs and VHS videos from back, uh, starting all the way in 1989 forward. All of our internet videos go in there. Uh, We have the deer cast track tool that puts a two-dimensional deer model on your screen and you can move the reticle around and uh, and figure out like, okay, I hit my deer right here, like about three inches back from the shoulder and a little a little high. And you can toggle the exterior of the deer on and off so you can see the skeletal structure and all the organs of where your shot probably hit. And then we go through our extensive hunting library and show you by ranked order based on the distance to your shot like the distance to the the location where you hit your deer exactly what like, like a, a produced hunt like all right we hit that deer we hit that deer in that spot and here's a video of it here's a breakdown from four different tracking experts on if the shot was lethal uh, if so, how long to wait? What to look for on the blood trail? What organs and vital systems were affected because of the shot? Um, and how long to how long to give that deer before you go chase it down? So it's creating a custom recovery plan for your shot for your deer. And uh, and there's just there's so much more in that DeerCast Track tool. But uh, there's there's just so much in DeerCast. It's almost like <laughs> three or four different apps in one. I really suggest people go check it out. There's a free version. There's a nine ninety nine a year version, and there's a nineteen ninety nine a year version. And people tend to go with the nineteen, you know, twenty bucks for the year. And man, if it helps you recover your deer, uh, just that twenty bucks alone is definitely worth it. That's less than you pay for someone to come out with a tracking dog to find your deer. But you know, as like I've got, I've I've got a small, I've got a young family. I, my my daughter is going to be 10 this fall, my son's going to be 5 and uh time away from the house is valuable. Um so I want to make sure when I'm when I'm going out, I'm going out at a time where it's going to be effective and there's the best chance possible seeing a deer. So I hunt by deer cast primarily. If I if I sneak out of work a little early, it's because deer cast <laughs> is showing great and I've got a few hours.
1: Of, and, oh, that that's, that's really a poor excuse, man. I, I gotta, <laughs> that's a poor well, excuse
2: it, it, it's nice working here because i can <laughs> i can say hey Deercast said great i could not go out and right. it's even better when you kill a deer and you can say well it was it was worth it but yeah that's kind of, and then i should also say it's a little bit of a social platform too because people can can engage with our Deercast riders they can comment they can comment back to each other they can also post up their own photos and videos in Deercast for other people to see and enjoy so uh, it, it's a little bit like Facebook or Instagram in that in that respect too.
1: It really is, but it's been phenomenal to watch the growth of this app, and it's been around for what about three years now, Tim?
2: Yeah, we launched um, in uh, mid August of twenty eighteen, and and over over time we've added a few enhancements. We've pushed the deer, the DeerCast forecast out a little bit, so we're we're at ten days now. I'm and, uh, you know, you start going any farther than, than 10 days. And so the weather changes a lot. So, so you just kind of have to take that with, with a grain of salt. Um, but, but yeah, it's it just, it's incredible. It's so great to hear success stories or, or even we, we've had a lot of people, like a lot of veteran hunters will use DeerCast to work with their kids or first time hunters. They'll use DeerCast track and they'll say, okay. Take the reticle and show me where you would shoot this deer. If, if you see a deer tonight, show me where you would shoot this deer. And it's great practice for first time hunters to really see okay, where is the heart located? Where are the lungs located? What happens if the deer is quartering towards me? Uh, like, what should I do in that scenario? They're using Deer Cast Track as an education tool for people, to, especially younger first-time hunters, to make more ethical shots the first time out. And so that, that's been a real treat for us to see, to see it used in that kind of educational manner.
1: Oh, that's a great, great training tool. Well, Tim, we need to take just a short break here. So, hey, go get yourself a drink of water, go to the bathroom. But folks, if uh, you're driving down the highway or just carrying the groceries into the house, don't go away. We're going to be right back.
3: Hey everyone, Brandon Licklider here with the Marys County Bank. Um, The last show, we talked a little bit about the pre-qualification process and what documents would be needed um, to kind of start that process. Um, Today, I'm going to move into the next stage, which I would consider the review stage of the application. Um, And of course, on the banking side, we're going to go through some generic things, equity position and repayment ability, prior performance that you've had. Um, But the main thing that's going to happen in this stage is we're going to have kind of an interview process with you you or we try to figure out how this purchase works into your long range plan. Um, There's a lot of different ways to to purchase these properties. There's different products and there's different ways of getting there. Um, Some people have Maybe they have a lot of equity in one property that they need to transition to this new one. Uh, We have some temporary financing or some things in place to help make that feasible. Um, So really, we're going to sit down and kind of see where you're at now and where you want to be, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now and where this property fits into your future plan. Um, The end result of that process is we can look at potential products or some potential financing scenarios um, to kind of give you an idea of, of what the financing would look like and how feasible it is for your own plan moving forward Um, and then of course at the end of that process uh, if everything goes well we end with a pre-qualification letter that allows you to go out and start generating offers for those properties and and be ready to move on them as they hit the market and they're available Um, in closing I just want to mention of course Brandon Licklider with the Mary's County Bank Uh, we are an equal housing lender and member FDIC Um, And if you'd like to run over a possible scenario with me or or visit with me about a potential property, uh, I can be reached at 573-265-4600.
1: Welcome back to Living the Dream Outdoors podcast. I'm talking to Tim Chelsevic this morning. He's with Dre Outdoors. has been there for several years. But Tim, we were talking about the DeerCast app in that first segment. Uh, can you once again tell folks how they can go about getting the DeerCast app?
2: Yeah, the, the best way to get it is just go to deercast.com and you can sign up there. And you can uh, you can order your account right through the website there. You can get it on your phone, you can get it on a desktop computer, really any place you can connect to the internet. You can get your DeerCast. Um, if you're on a smartphone, just go to your app store, whether it's Google or, or uh, I should say Android or iOS, and search for DeerCast and uh, and get it there too. Uh, so it's it's super easy to get. I by far people choose the elite version. That's the 19.99 a year version just with the tool set and the features that you get it makes it makes so much more sense to get the elite version so um yeah it's it's super simple to get it will take you maybe a minute to get it downloaded ready to go
1: hey there you go that's simple enough well if i can figure out how to do it most people can hey i put in a plug for christmas uh ladies if your husband don't know about DeerCast, uh might make him a great christmas present and as expansive as is, as updated as the info is, I mean, by the hour, he's going to think it's a very expensive gift. You can get by for 20 bucks. How about that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and it'll also make sure he doesn't uh, waste time in the woods on days where there's nothing moving.
1: Oh, there you go. Another plus for the ladies. Well, Tim, I want to take a few minutes here. You know, I've known you for several years now and uh, have uh, grown to... Uh, respect you although i raised a little eyebrows i've amended this to you when i first uh, uh met you i wasn't sure you know i thought you were one of those uh young teeny boppers you know that's great on the social media and just made us old guys look bad you know <laughs> <laughs> but we've been in some camps together and had some great times together and uh Boy, you, you come on strong. I mean, that's been, I guess, four, five, maybe six years ago. You know, time flies when you're having fun, and we've had some great times together. But uh, I think I first met you maybe through Ray I or through the Missouri Outdoor Communicators. And, uh, of course, we're an old group of guys and gals, and we always love to see new people come in. And I think the Missouri Outdoor Communicators just maybe almost smothered you when you first showed up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, it, it was, it was a really, it was a really warm welcome. So, um, I have been with, I started freelancing for Drury Outdoors, I think in 2015 or 2016. I, I started out writing, uh, writing journal entries for our, our, our guys that hunt out in the field. Um, and, oh gosh, I met. I'm, I'm trying to think how this path all went, but I I think you and I did meet through Ray I, some form or fashion. And, um uh, and, and, and you and I shared, uh, a, a camp down at Devil's Backbone. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was Fall fall Turkey in 2016. Yes. And, and it was funny because I, I always, I always remember this. You and I were, were in the, uh, the, the Ranger and Joe, Joe Hollingshed was driving. And he was talking about how he just, he really, you know, he's got got 1,700 acres of just beautiful um, Oz, Ozark kill country down there. And the, just crawling with big bucks and, and uh, turkeys. And he was like, man, I just, I, I just need to get a guy in here to film a good bow hunt. Cause we, you know, we, we got people coming into rifle hunt, but the bow hunting is just people don't think of Southwestern Missouri as a bow hunting destination. And, <laughs> and, and, and Bill, you piped up and you're like, well, heck, Tim, Tim just killed a, a doe this fall already. And, and, and I got a camera. We can come down. We'd be happy to do that boy." And Joe, and, and I was like, boy, this is pretty bold, bold of this guy just <laughs> inviting us down to, to come bow hunt. And Joe was like, really? You guys to do that for me? And, and at the oh. time i i was i was like yes we would do that yeah, <laughs> yeah we we were kind of <laughs> we all over
1: that, that but i knew joe well enough and tim i've been around for decades you know and i know that the worst most usually the worst thing people can say to you in a situation like that is no <laughs> so i take my chances well yeah yeah did that ever yeah, turn out it, well it, for it, us
2: <laughs> it, it, it sure did i mean um you and i went down there and in two days time we had a uh, 161 inch buck on the ground and some great footage as a result, and and you know I I really see that as kind of I I uh, we become the, the the devil's backbone buck, but I've also called him my breakout buck because I I killed a lot a lot of deer before that that was that was my biggest at the time and um and and I probably the best on camera and uh and it really opened a lot of doors for me and that wouldn't have happened if you had to made that offer to joe and you know joe been gracious enough to, to invite us down and everything and, and you putting down some really great footage so i you know I, I look back and there are a lot of people that that i i i would not be in the situation i am in uh had they not had an influence and opened doors for me ray i is definitely one of those people you're definitely one of those people and so i you know i i have to say thank you and and i and i, I it, it's crazy for me to hear you say that you respect me because I I look up to you so much. I consider you a mentor, and I've, I've learned so much from you over the over the years. And and yeah, I mean, it's been maybe five, six, years. five years, half yeah. that yeah. we've yeah. known each other. Well,
1: you, you talk about looking up um, to but, me uh, though, but and talk about me being your mentor. Well, I think the revolt the roles have reversed, you know. Uh, I, I think you're kind of a mentor to me now. You're always teaching me things about how to contribute to uh, Deer Cast and all. But back to that uh, buck down at Devil's Backbone, uh, you you might not think so well of me if you knew how much money I had made off of that buck over the years because I have written <laughs> n- n- numerous stories, had all kinds of photographs. And and, and actually got, if you recall, I'm sure you do, got that buck actually in a article in outdoor life magazine and uh 161 or three whatever it was that's a pretty good size buck for southwest missouri and it, it was such just such a gorgeous buck and a gorgeous story a gorgeous happening you know because this buck didn't just show up out of nowhere and we got to see him for a minute and you made the shot we watched this buck for like forty five minutes and had does walking under us and had one blow out and stop right under my stand and I was only eight feet off the ground and I thought oh boy if I ever <laughs> blown this Tim's gonna shoot me you know but all worked out so well is almost like it was supposed to happen but you know what? We did everything right, including asking permission.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of a lot of ways that that hunt wouldn't have happened, uh, but 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 all the all the things came together to conspire to for us to to have a, a great hunt and a great time. And you know, over the years, those friendships have just continued to grow. And so, you know, while a lot of value came out of that out of that one deer, um, you know, it, it's always you know, people, people always talk about like people that have been in the outdoor industry long enough, talk about how it's no longer about the animals so much as it is their relationships and communicating the power of the outdoor experience and and everything yeah, that can't. comes out of that. And, and as a Christian, you know, I, I feel like the creation is incredible, but the creator is is, is beyond comprehension. Like if you love the outdoors, you're going to love the guy who created the outdoors. Uh, and so, absolutely. And they go- everything we
1: Right, they go right hand in hand, and you and I both have, have preached this philosophy ever since we've been able to, I think, and it, it's such a wonderful thing. I mean, every day of my life, I get up, and that's the first thing that crosses my mind is the creation, and living in the woods the way I do, it's so easy to step right outside. I did it this morning. You know, sun's coming up with a cup of coffee in my hand, and I stop and uh, give thanks for this this another day, and it's, it's another thing that draws us to the outdoors, and, and I'm always encouraging people to, uh, hey, you know, uh, go out there and experience all there is to experiencing the outdoors, but be mindful that there is a creator.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I, I think I think in our industry, Christianity is almost kind of uh, bolted on to the culture, and, and I think we take that for granted. Like, we forget, like, if if your faith in God um, isn't daily impacting you and the choices you make and the words you, you speak, and, and if it's not inconveniencing you, uh, then I I would, uh, and when I say you, I mean just collectively, like everyone's right. listening, I would collectively I, I just, just, you know, analyze yourself a little bit. Like, think, are you are you really, like, is this just uh, like a mental ascent that, uh, oh, yeah, God, God created this, that's great. <laughs> or are you really living a life that's in line with what we know God wants from us or what his character is? And, and I'm not saying that as someone who's figured it out. I'm saying that as someone who struggles daily with that. Um, but, uh, but you can't just let it be like a quick, yeah, th- thanks, God, for, for this, this awesome timber here. I'm going to go kill a deer. Like, it's, it's really, it really should change your life.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, we both have experienced that and lived uh, uh, Christian life most of our lives. But uh, so many people, I think, that really haven't checked into it, they think that, oh, man, if I become a Christian, I have to be perfect. Well, I'm here to tell you, we're a long way from mm-hmm. per- perfect. If we were perfect, we, would, we wouldn't need a Jesus yeah, Christ and a, have been a Savior. Qualified. you know. <laughs> yeah, we all would, would have been. But the thing yeah, is, yeah. it is a life-changing experience. And I think even makes us— understand and appreciate the outdoors and the creation even more hey tim we need to take another short break here man time flies hold hold that thought we'll be right back with it but we need to take just a short break to hear from these great sponsors and one of them is devil's backbone outfitters we'll be right back
4: well hey bill you know what time it is Frank, I keep telling you, I always know what time it is. It's time to go fishing. That's right, it is that too. But right now we got to do our uh, drawing for the winner for last we, uh, last episode.
2: Oh, yeah! If
4: you remember, we was giving away a hundred dollar gift certificate to uh, Stained Water Bowfishing for a, a guided bowfishing hunt. I already won that. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to draw. You're saying? Oh,
1: too I, bad. I wish. I mean, I love getting on that boat with Brian Wilson. That's Captain Brian Wilson. Yeah, Captain. And, yeah. Yeah, from Jerome, Missouri. I tell you, he's a well known Mm -hmm. entity in the world of bow fishing. Oh, yeah. He's won some big competitions, and I know he enters a big bass pro competition every year. Oh, yeah. So he's a competitive guy as well as a workaholic, man. Oh, yeah. When it comes to this bow fishing, you know, he's got two rigs
4: running now. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's got a rig that runs on the. Uh, Ozark Rivers And then he's got A young fellow That uh, runs down Around Taney Cove Oh yeah Como Farm as well And people don't uh, Think much about Taney Cove As being a Bow fishing destination Oh yeah And Brian and I Have actually worked With the tourism Department there In uh, Branson, Missouri About developing A bow fishery On Lake no Taney No kid. Yeah we have man That's awesome uh, And it, it's happening Of course Brian's Doing all the work i just sure. pat, pat him On the back Brian, yes, going, Good job, job.
4: <laughs> <laughs> But anyway
1: we, we got a drawing
4: For that Yeah I got and, the Biscuit Biscuit bowl here
1: hey folks i'm I'm telling you you're gonna have one good time with uh, oh Captain, yeah Captain for Wilson. sure no bye well we got some names in a bowl here absolutely Frank, start I'm around. Start some more. around here <laughs> let's see
4: okay here i'm picking one out all right aaron sims st robert missouri hey there you go well oh, aaron yeah. Aaron sims right, i pulled him up
1: on a computer here right uh right quick uh, says he works at the u.s army
4: oh yeah good deal i like that, army guys yeah i was an army dude <laughs>
1: once one of those uh, much hated,
4: yeah, first lieutenants. <laughs> Is that right? First lieutenants has got it bad.
1: Uh, oh, second was worse. That's where you start, <laughs> you know. But I, I didn't make it up to first lieutenant rank. Got a little bit more respect, but not a not a whole lot. Yeah. But back to Aaron Sims. He's uh, also on the promotional staff at Pure Whitetail he on a Kayak Fishman bag Fishing. So he's a pro staffer, I guess, for a number of companies. I like this one. Uh, he's a promotional team uh, guy at Letco Sinker and Lure Company. That's one of our sponsors right, oh, out, absolutely. Of, right out of Waynesville. He's on the fishing team at Road Fishing Company, pro- promotional staff at Tackle HD. Now, that's first class all the way.
4: Absolutely.
1: Tackle HD, man, uh, have they ever come on strong at tremendous baits. Went to Westover High School. I'm not sure where that's at, but uh, living in St. Robert's. We're glad he's there. Originally from Fayette, North Carolina. So he's, uh yeah been in good country all his life. All Sounds his
4: life. life, yeah, and he's right in between. Two great places to go. He can go right in his backyard here in, the, in around Jerome and on the Gasconade and wherever, or he could go down to Taney Como.
1: I guess it can. I'll let those guys work that yeah. out. But, uh, hey, don't forget the Osage, too, man. Oh, yeah, I, the Osage for sure. Yeah. Wilson's death on the carp and buffalo over there. I think they fear
4: him. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: they can sense him coming. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, congratulations, Aaron Sims. I'll be, uh, hey, just sending you a text and have a little gift certificate or something made up, and I'll let – Brian, know that you're going to be calling, but congratulations, man. And folks, hey, get in on these drawings. You know, it's every other week that we're giving away a $100 certificate for a wide variety of things, but
4: uh, all good fun, Frank Cox. Absolutely, yep. Hey, guys, this is Frank Cox with Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Hey, each episode we do a free giveaway we draw from the grab bag here full of all of these gift certificates each gift certificate is valued at approximately 100 dollars give or take and you can get stuff such as discounts on fishing trips you can even get coupons towards your purchases at different sporting goods stores or online websites and things like that the way to enter is you go to our facebook page living the dream outdoors podcast and once you get on there, like the page first and then scroll down to this episode's giveaway, and we'll draw your name from the hat and announce it on the next episode. So be sure to do that, and we look forward to seeing what you're going to get.
1: Welcome back to Living the Dream Outdoors podcast. I hope you've been enjoying listening to Tim Chelsevic as much as I've been enjoying talking to him. Tim and I, hey, we've done some Good camps, some good hunts together, but both of us have very busy lives, and we don't get together quite as often as we would like to. And a lot of that problem is Tim's fault because he's got such a dynamic career mm. as <laughs> <it's> going places <laughs> fast. And I think you're having a time of your life as well, Tim. Is that not true?
2: Oh man, it's you know every day. I I can't wait to get into the studio to get to work on DeerCast get to interface with people that listen to our podcast and, uh, you know, plan for my hunts. And, I'm, you know, I, I'm excited about getting out here in the next week or so. And, um, like, everything is a joy. And, and obviously, you know, there's some stuff that's like, oh, I got to make some spreadsheets or I got to run some reports. There's drudgery in every <laughs> sure. in every job. But 95% of my work is, uh, is stuff that I absolutely love. And, and part of that recently has been building in, some, uh, some work on health and fitness coaching for people, helping kind of bring their nutrition in line and bring their, their efforts, you know, their their exercise life in line so that they can become stronger and better and more durable. And uh, so I started a group called the Legion of Woodsmen. And, um, and we had some people getting some really great results, building some <laughs> muscle and and losing some body fat and just getting better at what they do.
1: Well, I've got a difficult one for you, though. I, I see you posting those photos all the time. You're starting to look like a Charles Atlas Jr. You do who, know who Charles Atlas is, don't you? That's, I'm dating myself <laughs> I, I
2: do, yeah. yeah. I, guess I got the reference. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. You're looking, you're looking great, man. But, you know, my question is I watch you, Jerry, Jeremy Kerber, and some of you guys are into that extreme fitness stuff working out every day. What about – us poor old fat guys, what can we do to make
2: ourselves a little healthier? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it, 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 it's a good point because you don't need to be ripped. You don't need to be a Charles Atlas or a Jack Lilane to, uh, to, to be better as, as a hunter. The problem is too many of us are fueling ourselves on carbs and fat, uh-huh. and carbs and fat uh, good translate into body fat
1: Oh they taste well, good They though. taste
2: delicious and they're, <laughs> and, and they're cheap They're super cheap you go into a you know a Casey's or something you look on the shelves you're going to see packages and packages of snacks that are comprised primarily of carbs and fat Right and and like, like you said they, they taste awesome the problem is your body like the main metabolic engine in your body is your muscle mass that's what burns calories, and that's what mm-hmm. keeps you from getting injured and gives you strength to do what you need to do. And so in our Western, in our Western diet, we're eating carbs and fats. We're not getting enough protein. And so our, the metabolic engine in our bodies is just sputtering along. It's barely got enough fuel to, to survive. And we keep piling on carbs and fats. So what's going to happen? We're going to put on a bunch of body fat, and we're going to lose our muscle mass, and so we're going to be weak, and we're going to be soft, and we're going to be prone to injury. And and for the outdoorsman, that's a bad equation. So the process that I work with people on is that we do kind of an audit of their diet and see what they're eating, what they're not eating, what their preferences are as far as working out. Some people like to go to the gym. Some people can't stand it. And we work with where people are to reallocate their daily calories towards more protein and typically the range is you want about a gram of protein per goal body weight so i clock in around 170 pounds so i try to get at least 170 grams of protein every day that's way more than what the usda recommends the problem is what the usda is usda is recommending is only the bare minimum to keep you from getting ill like this is what the bare minimum you need to prevent illness and disease it's not enough to 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 live a you know a thriving healthy life so you and I I just talked to one of my guys AJ he is uh, he's been working out for years um, but his nutrition has not been and, and he's a big kayak fisherman he loves fish
1: oh good and, guy uh,
2: he's like Tim I was just I was just yeah yeah he's like yeah you're, you're one of us so that's why he's part of the Legion of Woodsman he was like <laughs> I was just taking the kayak off the top of my car and I realized like I'm lifting it so much easier and I haven't changed how much I'm working out. I haven't changed my workout scenario, but I have been following your process and I have been getting more protein and I'm stronger and I can see it. So, so it's just, it, it, it's amazing when you give your body the building blocks of what it needs to be strong. You don't have to work out like a crazy man to, to get some good results and to be stronger, and be better. And, and that's kind of the overall process but then also kind of having a tool i use an app to coach people through and i can see all their data on the backside. and then having someone uh, you know a relationship with someone that i can call i can text i can check in and say hey i see you're not getting enough protein i see like you stopped tracking some of your food and let's, let's talk about how i can help you get back on track and so that accountability that relationship is really important too and helping people figure out just why it is they want to get healthier. Um, it makes such a difference. So you got the team, you got a tools and you got data to help you make better decisions. And people are like, we're getting some guys. Um, uh, one of my guys, Josh Dunn, he's a songwriter out of bourbon, uh, Missouri. He lives down in Nashville now. Mm. And uh, he, since January of 2021 to uh, mid August, he's dropped, 40 pounds Wow! and he hasn't changed his lifestyle that much. He's just, he has so much more information now on what he's eating and how he's eating, how he's fueling his body. He's got information. He can make informed choices. So it's not, there's no magic pills. There's no magic process. It's good old fashioned hard work, diet and exercise, but it's the, it's the tools and the context around that that really make a difference for people. Well,
1: I might have to, I may have to sign up because we all aspire, even us seventy-year-olds, you know, to be in a little bit better shape and a little bit more fit. And most of us in our seventies, most of us need to lose a little bit of weight, me included. But I would have to warn you if I signed up for your program, I may be a little bit like Walter Parrott, who I interviewed on the show a few weeks ago. And you know, I knew I knew that Walter was in Missouri for the spring turkey season. He killed both these birds up here in Missouri, and asked. kind of gouged him i said walter where did you kill you kill those birds and walter responded bill don't don't make me lie to you (laughs) (laughs) i I might i might be be the same way you know if i've got to list what i eat because one of my biggest faults is you know know me i get up extremely early i go to bed early but often i'm up at one or two o'clock in the morning and working actually actually riding those deer cast posts you know sometimes at two sure. o'clock in the morning but you know there's a big fat cookie jar in the kitchen <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: it's oh it's just so, and you can still have yeah.
2: yeah you and, and you can still enjoy those things um what but what you when you have an awareness and when you start tracking your food you don't have to track your food for the rest of your life but when you start you start understanding like what that does to your daily calorie allocation and what you have and so nothing's off limits it's just everything has consequences and ultimately the process kind of helps you be honest with yourself. That's, that's tough. Everything has a consequence. We, 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 yeah, yeah, we we want to live in a, in a consequentialist world and it's just not the way it is. And and so if you want something, then you have to kind of organize your life and decisions and behaviors around what you want. And uh, so you, you can't have it both ways.
1: Boy, you're really pounding me here, here, Tim. I, you know, I do love the cookies, but my <laughs> fault even bigger than that one is, my whole life I've been on the seafood diet. You know, if I see it, I eat it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not terribly overweight but tell us tell us how uh, your group how would we go about joining that group let's, let's give you a plug here if if you want the business yeah,
2: so, <laughs> sure yeah and there's like like my, my coaching is free like like there, there's no there's no cost to, to joining the group I, you know I ask the people to be honest um, and um, and so like you can join up on Facebook uh, look for Legion of Woodsmen the Legion of Woodsmen Search that out, and um, and you can you can start start joining the the process and start in on it. We've got about forty five folks on the team, and uh, and they're killing it, man. It's uh, it's awesome to see, and if it gives people another season or two or three uh, out in the woods because they're making investments now in their health, mm-hmm. uh, well, let's do it. You know, if it helps them haul a deer out of the woods um, safely, that that's great.
1: Absolutely, it's something I like you're right on track. Well, Tim, man, it's been so great to talk to you today. You're always full of great information. You're doing great things. We love what you're what you're doing, and I'm tickled pink to be a part of it. I know that uh, you're working for a great crew there with the Drew Brothers. Uh, now I've known those guys for a very long time, and Mark will probably shoot me for this, but I can remember seeing him win his state, first state Missouri State Turkey Calling Championship up in Columbia, Missouri, Many decades ago. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> I think I'm a little bit older than you. But uh Tim, once again as a close out here, tell people how they can uh find Deercast. One more time.
2: Yeah, just yeah, just go to deercast.com on, on any browser and uh and we'll we'll get you started up, no problem.
1: Hey, Appreciate it. And, folks, Tim and I both have been extremely fortunate and blessed to be able to live many of our outdoor dreams. And here at the Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast, we always like to encourage you to try your best to live your outdoor dreams as well. I'm Bill Cooper.
4: Hey, guys. This is Frank Cox with Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Hey, have you ever considered a career in real estate? If you have, but you don't have your license, this is your opportunity. So each month, the Living the Dream Outdoor Properties team is giving away a free seat to the online training that you need to take in order to get your real estate license. We would love to have you join our team. All you got to do is go to our website, livingthedreamland.com, and then click on the Our Team button, and then click on the one that comes up under that that says Join Our Team. On that page, there's an application form. Just simply fill that out and get in contact with a member of our team, and I'll be giving you a call.
3: We appreciate you, and uh, good luck. The Live in the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Living the Dream Outdoors Properties, The Fly Rod Journals, SmokerBuilder.com, Cowtown USA, Westover Farms, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, Stained Water Bow Fishing, Scenic Rivers Guide Service and Tours, Huzzah Valley Resort, Pico Lures, Devil's Backbone Outfitters, Cardiac Mountain Outfitters, Mary's County Bank, The Fallen Outdoors, Ledco Sinkers and Lure Company, and Rich's Famous Burgers. Land
0: ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.